<laughs> Happy New Year's. I guess that's a couple weeks old, but welcome back to the Northern Nerdcast. Uh, we've been chomping at the bit to get this going. Um, Clayton actually messaged the group earlier and said, hey, uh, you know, it's supposed to be a weekly thing. And I was like, shit, you're right. But uh, welcome back. Um, this is the first podcast of 2022. And that being said, I wanted to get you guys in on this to talk about our predictions for uh, video games this year, what we what we would like to see. I, I know Adam and I kind of did this uh, in December, November, um, but not really. It was just like a brief prediction on another episode. I can't remember which one that is, but um, I what about stuff we don't want to see? Yeah, we can, we, we can, we, we can definitely predict stuff that we don't want to see. I'll bring the dark side, but, uh, <laughs> um, it actually works. Uh, where Clayton's wearing the Xbox red, uh, I'm wearing the, or the Xbox green. I'm sorry. It's the red ring of death. Um, I'm, I'm wearing Nintendo red, but I'm not the Nintendo guy. So, <laughs> but, so uh, like, <laughs> we asked yeah, uh, Sony red, I guess. Sure. Why not? Um, and like each of us has strengths in each of those fields uh, of the big three. So um, uh, like it, just in general, what I think 2022 is going to be a massive year for gaming in general. Like it's just, there's so much coming. There's so much rumored stuff that's coming. So let, you know what, let's just jump right into it. Um, I'm going to start off big. Well, I mean, big for me anyways. Um, do you guys think that we will see God of War Ragnarok this year? And the reason that I ask is we're already getting, we already know that we're getting um, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's coming next month. And, and, and again, here we go with the, the shout outs to ITG. But Drew is like on that every day. He's always, oh, 34 days, 33 days we're already getting a triple a title from from sony um now that being said god of war has a place holder for september 30th i have never heard of a game that doesn't have an official release date with such a random month usually mm -hmm. it's december 31st, 31st 2022 yeah. but yeah. this is this is september 30th 2022 if this game does come out, like that's two massive AAA titles because we already know Final Fantasy 16 has been delayed into next year. They, Square Enix came out and said, due to the pandemic, it's not happening this year. We really wanted to have some some stuff for you guys to see, but you've you've got arguably two of Sony's biggest games, one for sure coming out, one potentially coming out. Do you think that September 30th is a placeholder date or is that, sony trying to be like yeah you know it might come out but it might not but then it actually is september 30th i could see it i remember i think again in the in the itg discord i think even drew was Clayton, saying itg daily come on you got to get in on that discord page <laughs> get that, drew get you got to put us on your payroll discord. man what's <laughs> discord that, get that itg discord. money yeah what's the discords what's um, discord? but i i believe there drew was saying you know that would put it in basically on like the last last chance for it to end up coming in and be a, a game of the year runner by by coming in just before the game awards are announced uh so 
September 30th could very well be a placeholder. And like you said, it, it does start to fall just into that, you know, people are buying it and, and putting it away for Christmas time. Yeah, like that, it's so. right on the outer rim. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, not going to be on the outer rim for me. If it comes out, it's getting unwrapped and it is going in my system. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> you, yeah, you start to see those kind of games in like September, October. So yeah. what did you say? September, the place date was what? September 31st? Yeah, 30th. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's possible, right? Like Christmas is coming up. It's got to be a big year for uh Sony. Like they're going to everybody's doing what they can. Yeah. They continue to pound Microsoft into the dust with, you know, their lack of uh exclusives. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that because again, like I I'm not a Microsoft like I have Game Pass like I said, but on PC, I'm I don't I don't hate it if if I can find an Xbox, not, I, I don't want a series S I've decided if, if I'm going to no. do a series, if I'm going to do a series S I've got my laptop. It's, got, it's yeah. got what it is. If, but if I can find a series X for retail or slightly above retail, then I'll definitely pick it up because it's but like Starfield's coming. You've got elder scrolls, uh, fallout. I guarantee you fallout's going to be an Xbox exclusive. You don't yeah. buy, you don't spend $8 billion on a triple st- a studio like that. To say, give oh, Sony can have it. Like yeah. there, we we got Deathloop because it was it, it was an agreement before the purchase. Yeah. It was still in development. And there's another uh, Tokyo Ghostwire is another one that's coming, uh, timed exclusive for a year. But um, yeah, I, I definitely jump on an Xbox if I was able to find one. So it's, yeah, right. Like, like my my Christmas pickups, uh, like and nobody knows this yet. <laughs> Spoiler alert: I got a Halo. Uh, a Halo edition Xbox Series X for hard one to find. Like they're yeah. already hard to find, but that which, is the hard one to find. Which is awesome. And it's awesome and it's good. And it's got a whole bunch of cool bells and whistles. Like I got to basically transfer everything over from my Xbox One uh via cloud, all of my save data, everything. It did it all seamlessly. But the only thing is that there's nothing there's really nothing that you can get on the Series X that you can't get on the Xbox One. And that's the yeah. same with the PS4 and PS5. Yeah, no, no. You guys have uh, pretty sure Returnal isn't. Well, on you, the you PS4. have yeah. So you have Returnal. But you, you have, have those. You know what I mean? You you have those games, and we yeah. don't have any of those games yet. And I mean, they do run better. The load times on older games are ridiculously fast. It's awesome in that way. Um, but yeah, just uh, there's there's really nothing yet to separate the X from the uh, one. Well, like I said to you, you don't. You're saying that uh, flight simulator isn't that uh, go-to uh, title. That that yeah, pushed, it's only a series uh, X versus. Uh, it didn't come to the one. But no, uh, I you know what, and I never saw that. So props to you for that. I will definitely check that out because I want. I like Microsoft Simulator uh, flight simulators. They're fun. I, they're hard. I don't but, know that it holds the grounds that. Uh, no, no. Like know, uh, Sony has all of these awesome exclusives coming out, and they've always had like this really solid stable of exclusives. And it seems like every gen they keep on stacking more and more onto it. And Xbox is like, we have Forza. Like yeah. you guys can't keep beating that same drum. Yeah. Like you're buying up all of these studios. Let's get these exclusives rolling. Like, and that's that's the one thing I think Sony did. Like, everyone was like, "Oh, there's," because when like when Microsoft purchased Zenimax, Bethesda, and Arcane Studios, and all that, Mm -hmm. everyone was like, "Oh, the buying the the buying war is going to start." And I mean, 
so they they got a massive acquisition. Their hats off to Microsoft because nobody ever thought that Bethesda was going to just go one way, and they yeah. did. Um, but then you've got like so Square, uh, uh, Sony got Housemark. They got like they're all they're all like these double A maybe triple a studios but they are putting out some bangers and again returnal is not a game for everybody no um i'm i'm having a blast with it i mean it it, it is hard as balls so like if you yeah. get a ps5 definitely pick it up because it's it's that I style. Want it. it's it's I, your I style that. of game yeah um I want that death loop is another one that's not for everybody i i was talking with drew a couple days ago and uh, i gave it a second shot and I second shot it back on the shelf. <laughs> not <laughs> not because not because I don't like it. Like it is like when when Adam and I talked with Jason Kelly, the writing is incredible. The voice actors are amazing. Obviously, he him and uh, Ozzy got nominated for best actor and best actress at the the Game Awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just when you, like you die. And you get one chance to do it all over again. And, and then mm-hmm. if you die, you start right back at the very beginning. You've lost all of your stuff. If you, if you, if you run out the day cycle, you start all over again. Yeah. Your cult does remember from the previous loop. Same with Returnal. But you have to reacquire all of those abilities. And I did not like that. Like, if I'm going to play a game, something like that. And again, we're off topic here. But um, that's like, I, I want to be able to keep all that stuff to make the next part more difficult or not more difficult, but easier in the sense that I still have all my equipment. Like, um, uh, fallen order was a rogue light game. If you had that, even on medium, you were having your ass handed to you. You had oh, to yeah. learn from all your stuff, but, but anyways, uh, like you have all these titles from, from smaller studios that Sony's doing and like Xbox bought Bethesda, and the only game that's coming from Bethesda this year is Starfield. Yes. Like everything else I, is out. And I'm worried about Starfield. Like just putting it out there. The quality on lots of Bethesda's high profile titles over the last couple of years. And, and you know what? For a long time, actually, Oblivion had a bunch of crap bugs on it. Skyrim, when it came oh. out on the uh, PS, what, 3? Yeah, uh, completely broken safe, uh, safe backward system. flying dragons. Yeah, the elephant, uh, the mammoths that used to bounce up into the air like a thousand feet. Yeah, it was it was awful, but they fixed it in post. Yeah, but it gets a little bit worse with every one, which culminated with Fallout seventy six, which was absolutely just garbage. and now and now it's better. And now they fixed it, but the public perception of Fallout seventy six is still. Oh, wasn't that like the really terrible online well, look at the game? Look at you Cyberpunk. Know yeah, Cyberpunk, uh, even uh, No Man's Sky for the PlayStation 2 as well. It's the same thing, right? The public perception is bad, and it takes a long time to come around from that. Starfield, I'm worried about. I want to be optimistic about it, but and I am optimistic about it. I'm just, I'm also tempering that optimism with uh, with a reality. You know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, what's happened in the last couple of years? We've had a couple of high-profile uh, flops from some really like notable studios. Anthem from Bioware, um, CD Projekt Red's 2077 debacle. You know what I mean? Like, and Bethesda is not beyond that kind of thing. So, I guess that could be my prediction for the first. That's my first big prediction. Is it that Starfield Star- is going to flop or not? Flop? Not going to flop. It's going to have a less than stellar launch. It's going to have a rough launch. 
because it's a completely new IP. People aren't going to give it the grace. Um, Bethesda's just coming off of a poor launch of 76. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that's the, fair. I'm reading the tea leaves and it just seems like it's all, it's all there. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's, you know what, like, um, I'm probably going to get raked over the coals for saying this, but Starfield, it just the, like all the choices and everything, it really reminds me of a, like it's a Bethesda version of mass effect. That's, that's how I see it. You're in space, you have a ship. I mean, there, I, I, and I'm just basing it off what I've seen and I have, we haven't seen much. Like, have you ever, have you ever played um, elite dangerous? No. Okay, Elite Dangerous is a PC game turned console game. Microsoft, I believe it's only on Microsoft. Um, and it's it's basically what uh, Star Citizen, you know, Star Citizen? Uh, it's basically what Star Citizen is. It's this complete, persistent, open galaxy. It's got all the stars. You can jump through the entire Milky Way. I'm hoping that Starfield is more that and less um, <laughs> Outer Worlds. You know? I loved Outer Worlds, man. Don't I even loved go it there. too. I love. I loved it too. But it was a thirty-hour game set what was supposed to be in space, but it ended up just being, you know, a planet. And yeah, you, you, you know, know what, what I mean? That's true. That's like fair. it was that's like fair. it was like a totally grounded space game. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? True, because there was no I, there was no space like there was no yeah, like, shooting in ships or. I, I don't want that. I want to be able to jump between stars. Now I'm serious. If you haven't played Elite Dangerous, like it is Microsoft Sim, Microsoft Flight Sim in space. Like the whole Milky Way is your playground. It's crazy. There's something like 14 billion stars you can go to. It's ridiculous. I remember when I was waiting for No Man's Sky, actually, I was playing Elite Dangerous and they have, it was a, it, I got it when it was in Microsoft Early Access and then I kept on playing it and playing it, and playing it. And it's just unbelievable, that game. You, you, it's funny though. You never hear about it. I think because it often gets overshadowed by Star Citizen because every, because the hype around Star Citizen but Elite Dangerous is awesome. It was it's available on Windows, Mac OS, yeah. but it's not supported Xbox One and PS4. So oh, I'll, you know PS4, what? I'll def- okay. I'll I'll, def- I'll check it out. Hey, it's it's hard, man. The learning the, the learning curve is extremely steep and it's unforgiving, but it's cool. Let me tell you, it is it is a sim in in every detail that counts. You can put insurance on your ship in case it gets destroyed. That should tell you something. That's funny. Yeah. Adam? It, it, <laughs> Go ahead, Clayton. Sorry. I was going to say it's a, it's a, a sim in all the ways that like a game like Mass Effect is not. Yeah, but Mass Effect was more of just like duck and cover. And, and yeah. it's kind of almost like years of war. It, yeah. Yeah. I'll shut so. up now. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's a neat stuff. And like you said, it's... Yeah, definitely with that purchase, I think for sure, getting back to the to the core was that we definitely will see a lot more Microsoft exclusives, I think, coming in the in the next year or two. That, like we said, that was the acquisition. I wonder if they'll do some more timed exclusives even just to, again, get it out there because they are in the business of selling games, even if it's going to be pushing consoles. But um, yeah, so who knows? But I mean, this keeping things going like... Uh, new games releasing them immediately to game pass if we want to discuss game pass how it's taking over um you know it's really been a force uh 
Yeah. And now Sony's trying to uh, replicate it. They're playing catch up. Yeah, basically sure. trying to move past PlayStation now and move into a new sort of a streaming service, so this, yeah. so to speak. I, you know what? Microsoft has always been ahead of Sony in online, though. Yes. Like they've they've always led that they've always led that charge. They've always been ahead of that curve. Yes. Yes, definitely. Like, I mean, Dreamcast, of course, was the first with a modem built into it, but it was was dial up like mm-hmm. stock. And the original Xbox was the very first console. There it is. The Xbox original was the first with actual Ethernet ports. And mm-hmm. even if you watched any of that uh, player one documentary that Xbox has released recently, you know, for them, that was a huge gamble in the early 2000s. Not everybody was hooked up, but they knew that yeah. LAN was going to be coming. You can do like LAN parties with it. Yeah. Uh, more people were moving to Ethernet, higher speed Internet, and they put all their, their, you know, their chips down on that. And of course, yeah, like the original Xbox Live was pretty decent. And then by the time yeah. it got going with 360 and into today's environment, like it's it's always been great. Yeah. People scoffed at it because Sony was offering a free live, like a free online service and Microsoft charged you. But the offerings that were on Microsoft were always better. And the quality of the service was better because they, they weren't just taking that money and going out and just, you know, pissing it against a wall. They invested because that service was making the money. They invested money back into it. And, and so every generation, it got stronger and stronger. Game Pass, I never thought actually before, if you'd asked me like 10 years ago, if I would, if I would base most of my library on a digital, on a digital system, but I, I, I finally got Game Pass because every time I looked in the Microsoft store at a game that I wanted to play, I would see, oh, it's on Microsoft Game Pass. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Oh, it's on Game Pass. So every time I would think about buying a game, I would see that and I would think, well, if I ever do get Game Pass, I'm robbing value from that service for myself because I'm going to pay 50 or 60 bucks for this game when down the line, I'm going to get it for free. If I just pay that 15 bucks a month, just pay the 15 bucks. You know what I mean? And now I've got it and I've got all these games on my system. And there's a bunch of other little uh, benefits to it, too. Like, it's been awesome. I'm totally impressed with it. Well, and with it too, like you still get the games with gold games as well. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you, like, there's you're just piling on games upon games with that service. Like, yeah. it's it's insanely impressive. More and more, just recently, like, yeah. Over on over on the Swinny McGee channel, there I was talking <laughs> about, to discussing a lot more of the backwards compatibility, and because of that, like, my kids and I really started playing a lot more Xbox over the holidays yeah. and over the last like couple months, mm-hmm. and uh, I was telling you guys offline before like we started playing like uh the tomb raider uh definitive edition like we have disc on that and stuff but so i haven't bought into game pass yet but we are certainly playing more xbox now than we have at any other point and well, i'll tell have you an original xbox one go through the go through the game pass library and yeah. look at all of the games that you want to play and see if they have the little pass symbol beside them and then add all that value up Yes. You know, and the other thing is, too, is that if you already own those games, like I have, there's a couple of games on Game Pass that I actually already own. All of the saving is done through the cloud. So when you download it on Game Pass, even if it's a game that you owned on the Xbox one, it will automatically uh, download your save data and you can continue off. You don't have to start the game all over from scratch. 
Yeah. Like that's, that's cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Was, and I, I, and I know it's just uh, like, I had a, like a, before I've had a couple trials with game pass couple weeks. So we've seen some, uh, my nephew has it. So whenever the boys get together, they always play. And like, there's, there's always a dozen plus things you can immediately just be like, let's play this. Let's play this. Like there's so many great games on game pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And even I, I remember you mentioned it before too. Um, like you said, if you own the game and it's like your saves, everything are clouded, but if you have the game on there and it's on game pass, now you even you don't even have to bother putting the disc in. It'll no. just you the license yeah. is paid for through Game Pass, so it just plays like it's, it just plays it. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. been pretty awesome. It's like, well, it was kind of a waste of money that I went out and bought that game. But if they recently added it to Game Pass, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Or or, awesome. or is it a waste when you go and spend a, almost a hundred dollars on near replicant when it hey, was on clearance I spent for twenty nine like bucks? A hundred. I spent like something like a hundred or one hundred and fifty hours on near replicant, so I got my money's worth. I'm going to get my money, but for 29 bucks, I knew what I was getting when I bought that game. I was like, yeah, I'm still, still chaps my butt a little bit that I looked at that sticker and I was like, what the fuck? But it is what it is. So second big prediction, Microsoft continues its awesome lead with game pass and continues to capitalize on it and use it because now if Sony's going to be playing catch up, like they could roll a system out. And it'll probably pick up pretty fast, but Microsoft does have a pretty good, they, they, they've been already doing it for what, 15 years, 20 years. Like they, they've worked that, uh, they've worked that live system for sure. The, The one, the one thing that I'll say about Sony though, is like, they're, they're not like user, not, not user. What am I trying to say? They're like, they're not consumer friendly. Obviously they are not, we've seen that, but (laughs) What what I will say to Sony's credit is all it takes, all it will take Sony is one, like that's that's all how it's always been. Xbox has rolled or Microsoft has rolled something out. Everyone jumped on it. It was like, oh, it was the best thing since sliced bread. And then Sony drops something and then like it's it's all about Sony again. And that's uh, they they talked about this on uh, on uh, on the other channel there. I'm not gonna say their name. No, <laughs> on on ITG, they were saying like all it is, yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I, T, uh, G. <laughs> they, were, they were talking about like, what what will Sony's uh, counterpunch be? And and everyone thought at one time that it was going to be that partnership with Netflix, but that really hasn't. Nothing's come from that. Yeah. Um, you so, know, it's lots of it though with them. They they perp they they perpetuate this this idea that they're not consumer friendly like people wanted to change their their sony uh their sony tags their names and it was like a 10-year thing it was like yeah maybe we'll do it someday like look your your customers want this a lot of your customers want this your aging player base who's who when they first joined psn their name was loves to spooge 69 420 has grown up and have decided okay uh i i want to change it to you know robert matthias whatever you know Mm. one two three four (laughs) at gmail.com and they don't want that college you know they don't want that old college humor uh gamer tag anymore or handle yeah and sony's like no 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 your 12 year old self chose this. You live with your decisions. Yeah. You know, like it's just one of those little quality of life things. Like just, just let them do it. Why is well, it so hard for that to happen? 
even just like like Xbox with the Series X was quick to allow um, external, like a, a secondary external hard drives. Yeah. yeah. So external drives on the PS4 that took forever. That took yeah. a long time to patch, and then even the SSDs on, on PS5 that took almost a year until Sony yeah. finally patched that in to allow a new. Uh, people to use a, a secondary one and be yeah. beyond just the one terabyte. So, yeah. like like you said, there are there are always hiccups. My thing with with Sony, and again, like you know, I I think I have effectively every Sony console, even the PlayStation TV. Like I have everything. Sony is a master of replicating what someone else has done. We've got you know, like. Hey, yeah, like, original idea, but oh my god, what was what was their what was their Smash clone name? Battle Royale something or other? Yeah, all, all stars, Battle Royale all stars. Yeah, I like, was like, oh man, you guys Sony, are tipping Sony, your hand. Yeah, <laughs> Sony will replicate everything, but I I will be the first to say I love the VR. I'm excited yeah. to see the new VR. Yeah, but I am mind blown that they're still investing in VR because you know what they have like a PSP, a Vita, the TV, the move, all these other things that basically Sony like tries to mimic what someone else is doing. And then finally just pulls out and completely unsupports it. And what I'm concerned with is their new system here. We're going to go ahead with this new live streaming service. And if it doesn't just take off, is Sony just going to go, Bah. Well, that's, I don't think that's, so. Yeah, I do. I, I, I don't. I, I, do. I don't think so. Not not a live service. Live service games as a service is is as much as I don't want to say it. Games as a service is going to end up being the future. Yeah, I think they have to. I'd like. Yeah, I, I think they can't not make it work. But maybe I maybe just, this iteration, like the first version of it, won't be won't be perfect. But they will figure it out because. It's it's all it's inevitable. At yeah, this point. I think you're right. I think they they have to. Like the thing is, though, yeah, it's just I'd be surprised in the first year how much their hearts into it type of thing. Now yeah. we did see I shared a link we saw there. Um, Mark Cerny of Sony there patented uh, basically the software I believe it is for backwards compatibility for PS5. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say that that means disc, but it seems like they are really pushing to get these new emulators so that they can go and capture that. And of course, if they can bring in on this new live service, uh, like basically Microsoft said they're done with backwards compatibility. We're not going to see too much more by means of 360 or X original Xbox, unless someone does it from home. Microsoft was the one basically taking charge of that. But mm -hmm. if unless a company decides, Oh, we want to bring back this title from original Xbox, like you're not mm -hmm. going to see it. If Sony really pushes and captures a lot of original ps1 ps2 ps3 titles like it could really be a, a home run hit for sony here the thing is though is that microsoft doesn't really have to they could kind of turn that switch off they could flip it off and not worry about backwards compatibility for a while but the fact is, is that it's baked into their technology yes so if they want to they could suddenly like open the floodgates again and be like yeah okay backwards compatibility let's go yeah, and Sony, Sony, like, so I, I applaud Sony for their approach to the VR as well. They pushed it hard when it first came out. You only ever see a couple of titles on the shelf, but that system keeps going 
not because Sony puts a lot of money behind the marketing, but because the, like the number of games that you can find on the shelf at an EB or a brick and mortar store pales in comparison to what the offerings are online. Yes. So people, oh, big time, big time. It's, it's people who actually own the VR, who are looking for new experiences, who are trying out these games. And the, there are people who know that, like these devs who are making VR games know that. Sony doesn't have to worry about making VR obsolete. These, the, the people who are making the games, like the devs who are making the games available online are keeping that fire alive. And we've got lots of stuff porting over from PC you know, not even like not ports that like uh, push anything super spectacular, just stuff that you can do entry level VR. And Sony doesn't have to do any of the legwork and it just keeps on going. And now they can work on the on the next iteration of the VR technology. And that fire is burning on its own. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if they had to do all of the heavy lifting, Sony might have abandoned it because even Xbox had their connect and it was just such a disaster yeah. that they they ended up abandoning it but they had no third-party support to carry that thing you know what i mean like yeah. everything was basically i don't know anything that wasn't first party really wasn't all that good yeah, yeah. no especially and especially again they kind of they do go over this in the player one but like that's that can i'm looking at mine right now but <laughs> i'm waiting to actually name it and say something like on and then here just go Glink. but yeah it uh like obviously the way they tied it in it ran their system hundred dollars more than the ps4 at launch yeah. that was a disaster um they really wanted to make it so you can skype from your tv you can uh, make your TV like a, an entertainment station as opposed to a game. The all-in-one set-top box. Yeah, and yeah. and that that was really a poor focus. And then so you know, once uh, current CEO took over at, for uh, Xbox, there, mm. man, I can't believe I can't think of his name right now. It'll come to me in like two minutes. But uh, the current CEO, though, once he took over, the first thing he did was gut the the connect and and drop it. Talking about him. Todd Howard. No, no, that's Bethesda. Oh yeah, see that shows. Uh, uh, Phil, Phil Spencer? No, yeah, no. Phil Spencer. Yeah, Phil, Phil Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, yeah. Once Phil Spencer took over, yeah, that was the first thing he did was was get rid of the connection. You know what though? What hung there. them? Like 360. Like Microsoft had all the good faith in the world going into the Xbox One's launch. Yeah. The reason that they got hamstrung was because they pushed that DRM online all the time thing. That murdered them. that murdered them that yeah. instantly gave sony especially with their with their dickish presentation which i gotta say was low-hanging fruit and a, a, a and a completely legal punch when they did that presentation where the one person showed the other person how you how you borrow lend games on the on the <laughs> yeah. xbox one and then it shows all the drm stuff how you lend games on the ps4 hands them the disc yeah they literally just they, here you go it was, it was the Thank same you. as the it was the same as the infamous playstation 299 speech yeah yeah uh, like just just super straight ahead like yeah. uh, brevity is the soul of wit right like keep it super simple here you go knockout punch yeah. and they they totally killed them with that so microsoft has nobody but themselves to blame for that nonsense and they have spent two generations fighting their way back but Ultimately, I think that that's made Microsoft a better product. Like it is more consumer friendly. And right now they do have the more powerful console. They just need the exclusives. Give me the exclusives. Give me the games that I can't play anywhere else. Yeah. 
I think you're I everything you said I really the more I've been seeing from Xbox in the last little while here everything like you said basically screams we want you to have the best experience yeah and, and I think that they're really really like you said changing their their trajectory here and if they can really knock out some heavy exclusives I don't know what titles those are going to be for 2022 but if uh if they can really start to push those forward and keep uh, Game Pass soaring, then yeah, yeah, I think they'll be going into a strong 2023. I lost my last point, actually. Sorry, Brad, one second. The point that I was making there originally when I started out on that rant was that the Kinect wasn't what killed the, the Xbox One. It was the fact that they did the DRM only yeah. online. And if yeah. they would have had a better install base off the hop, Kinect might have been more popular. But as it was, they were second place and they were more expensive. And they had to cut. They had to cut. They had to trim the fat in order to go. But Kinect was pretty cool emergent technology that uh, would have been cool to see what they could have done with. And go, Brad. No, so I was just going to say, so from like we're obviously not going to see the vr2 this year but i have a feeling we'll at least get an announced date like a release date announcement um they they had unveiled the prototype uh, on at a trade show on january 5th uh something about consumer consumer electronic show oh, I see uh, so i have a feeling if they've already done that then we will see um at least a release date maybe maybe some more games like like horizon vr looks incredible again that's going to be something that you can probably get on both vrs um but it just looks amazing like it's i I don't know what it's about but like is it a tie-in to two or like a prequel who knows but uh yeah so that's that's like it's not a major prediction because i mean it's like we we talked about it like i think that at the very least we'll get like an announce an announcement maybe a, a, a state of play or something for vr because we you know we we're coming up on first quarter like well we're in the first quarter but i i have a feeling there will be a state of play uh either february or march that's another prediction <laughs> no and i think that's i think that's valid like you said with with the vr like already by talking showing horizons is going to have a vr thing like there's already another exclusive for the system for the console for the the headset specific and you know like even like when i go through my games library and i'm picking up the odd titles here like 100 the vr is going to steer whether i buy it for currently for my xbox one or my ps4 like mm-hmm. if i'm gonna go get resident evil uh seven yeah, 100% for the same value. If I'm buying at retail, I'm going to pay for the PS4 version so I could play the VR missions as opposed to playing it on my Xbox One. You know what I mean? So it's there always is that extra seemingly value by getting some of those VR titles uh, over there. And I think that that is a good leg that they have. So it's cool to see that they are going to invest in it. And this new unit that they're coming out with looks impressive. It uh, When you see it side by side, it already there's quite a few fields that it's actually going to be superior to some of the current ones today uh like the quest 2 etc wider like better eye tracking wider uh field of view things like that so um and of course like better uh resolutions for yeah for eyes the the one the one issue that i had with the like the psvr 
was the cable. I just, yeah. I like, it was, it was just, it was always in the way. And, and that's the yeah. one thing that I really like about the quest. Yes. And, and like, is like, or the quest too, because the quest you have to hook up to your, to a, a TV or, or a computer, but the quest too is fully, um, uh, what's the freaking word? Wireless. It's like, it's, it's, it's standalone, standalone. That's what I, Wire, yeah, wireless, yeah, wireless standalone. And like, I, I love it. My, my kid, my, like my, my kids love Beat Saber. Um, my kids. Yeah. So that, the thing about that, the PlayStation VR two, there's the fact that it, like it's on consoles, it still has that wow factor enough that, uh, you know, when people see that you have it, they still want to check it out. It's still yeah. rare enough that everybody yeah. wants it. You can only get it on PlayStation and you don't have to have a $6,000 PC rig. My kids, Beat Saber, you just said it. My kids had some of their friends over for a sleepover last night. They played Beat Saber all afternoon. <laughs> like all afternoon i'm telling you i that's all i heard all afternoon <laughs> and and they just love it you know because they're like oh check this out it's so cool and it's one of those things where they can download new songs and whatnot but just that vr exotic it still has its exotic yeah that exotic air about it right so yeah you're you're totally right and the one thing that does hold it back is the wires let's get rid of those because i like i, I they're down here playing Beat Saber. Jackie and I are playing two-player mode on Sonic 2 on the Genesis. <laughs> and I can't tell you, going back to wired controllers, <laughs> how much of a hindrance it is. Like oh, yeah. The console is like suspended halfway between us and the TV because the remote lines are like this long. Yeah. But yeah, wireless is a big sell, actually. So if Sony, gives, if Sony makes their, their uh, PSVR 2 headset wireless... I'm 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 in for that. Yeah, I think I believe they've have confirmed it is wired. Is wireless? Oh, it is wired. Yeah. It's wired. You I know, believe, for but... mine though, like I'm hanging my line from the ceiling. I'm just gonna put a little eye hook up there, and I'll just choop, and I'll just hang the line up there, and whatever. Actually, not a bad <laughs> idea. Really. So, Adam, you you've got all that Nintendo stuff behind you. Do you have any predictions for Nintendo this year? Because like we haven't really. Like ever, everything, that, well, no, no, but like everything that's come out lately with the apart, like, uh, like apart from certain titles, like Shin Megami Tensei five, it's all been ports. Yes. Or, like majority have been ports. Like what, what do you think Nintendo is going to do this year? If anything, there's been a lot of hubbub lately about Mario Kart nine. So actually getting a brand new Mario Kart version with a of twist. It yeah so we'll see what that leads to uh that's always a popular thing last year we did get a brand new installation of mario party so although it was obviously like taking favorite maps from nintendo 64 etc but it was a, a new mario party so in general though like i understand why they did what they did by porting so many wii u title well because the wii u was such a flop now make sure you yeah. check out our podcast about the why the wii u failed because that <laughs> yeah. that is my uh, the most watched video that i have so I next, next to a, next to our uh, chat with katie yes <laughs> no and and i think we we really you know touched all the major bases there i think it was a, a excellent podcast but and the, my wii u still remains in my top five favorite consoles like, that's my daughter's favorite system yeah my kids yeah. and i we still play it we have it hooked up we still play it all the time we love it but obviously this, look at all the ones behind you 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got three of them right there. No big. Um, but the thing is, though, like you said, like so many of the core ports and even third party titles all made it over to the switch because there was a bigger installation base there. So they just up converted. So now I think, like you said, we're getting to the point like we did get Metroid Dread, right? Everybody was excited and, and that's done well. So it's what can come next. Like, I think everybody be ready for another punch out uh Ooh, yeah. get another mario adventure uh breath of the wild 2 will that come out this year people have been going nuts for that any new zelda property would be awesome like yeah duration of it if it wasn't an exact a direct sequel but from what we've seen it looks good pokemon uh the open world pokemon uh art our tree our trees yeah archaeus the new Pokemon is coming. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, the Pokemon I mean, Go without having to actually go outside. That's Pokemon right. Stay. <laughs> for some reason, like they they absolutely are doubling down on that. We're getting that new open world Kirby coming in another month as that's, well. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Actually, and, is that uh, an AR? Is that an AR title? No, no. It's uh, like what is it? The Forgotten Worlds or something? Yeah, something let's like take, that. Let's see, Kirby. Keep talking. I'll, I'll it is uh, it is complete open world. So you're going to run around in a 3D space and uh, and go and fight people. And you're supposed to try and uh, save all the waddle. The Forgotten Lands. Sorry, oh. Forgotten Lands. Like Sonic Frontier. Yeah, but probably oh, cr- better. C- crickets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to say, but hopefully with better fanfare. Yeah. Well, and might like. Because of my little guy, like we've been playing so like I started getting into so many Kirby titles here, like he's become like our, one of our favorite mascots in gaming. Yeah. So I don't know if, uh, you know, I might wait a little bit before picking that one up brand new, but uh, I could see you, that you, you could probably wait five years and it will not go down in price. No so doubt. It, it's yeah. Nintendo. It'll always like, still be a, an 80, $90 title. Like yeah. I was, I was fortunate enough to grab uh, Shin Megami Tensei five, I don't know if it was an a, a mistake, but Amazon, Amazon, they don't make mistakes. They actually had it on um, on Boxing Day for ten dollars off. So I was like, I'm jumping on it. It's a phenomenal game. Um, but all like all the titles, like I was shocked to see twenty five percent off on their titles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they did do a, a finally a market jump there around Black Friday through to uh, to Boxing Day, but. They, uh, I don't know. With Nintendo, it's hard to say. Everybody was really, really banking on a Switch Pro, and then yeah. when all mm-hmm. we got the when, OLED, yeah. When yeah. they, when they even did the, it was like some LCD LED convention. Specs were coming out about a new Nintendo Switch at the time, so that's when people were like, "Hot dog, here we go! There is a new one. There's new patents. It was announced at this show quietly, but it was." So let's go. And all it ended up being was the OLED. To, to be still... fair to Nintendo, though, they never they never officially confirmed. That was like everyone jumping on the rumor mill. Like, Agreed. and then they were upset that the rumor didn't come true. So you know I... what though? Like realistically, it's not like it wouldn't be a really great time for Nintendo to release a new console. With, a the pan- with uncertainty of the pandemic, the the recentness, like the recent uh uh, launches of the other two consoles like it's uh, it's tight you just they, yeah. nobody knows what's going to happen so maybe they're just playing their hand close to their chest you know what i mean like uh they're, they're keeping their cards close maybe they do have one in the works but they're just like you know what not yet 
And now since they have to push it out, maybe they've gone back to the drawing board and they're going to make, cause they're obviously they're looking at their next console. They've got to be, if they're not already, they will be soon. Yeah. No, you know, cause they, how they long also... has like, sorry, how long has the switch been out for now? What was it? Was that about 2015? Like oh, that, that's a long, that is long. Those are long legs for probably, a console. Yeah, I'd say seven years, maybe. Seven Nintendo years. Switch was, yeah, March 3rd, 2017. Okay, so 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 let's say five years. We're coming the into the fifth year. That's yeah. yeah. So they they if they they're not going to release like a second half like a Switch 2.0 or whatever. If they're not doing that, then they are definitely already looking at their next console. They have yeah. to be. Yeah. Because it takes years to develop a console. Yeah. So they've got something going on, regardless of whatever it is. I think it. Yeah, I think that really you've you've nailed it because why everybody else like. We'll talk, we can really get into this one, but like mm-hmm. when Sony has recently announced they're ramping up production of the PS4 because they're struggling to make PS5 so badly. Yeah. That, that tells you like they're struggling. Like it's, it's a known fact. We just don't see these consoles on the shelf. So for Nintendo to suddenly, like you said, double down on, on a new release of something and then not yeah. get out there, not like Nintendo, you know, yeah. floods the market with these cons. There's always a shortage of them anyways, no matter what, but yeah, I, I see it. I, the OLED just, it still boggles my mind that like for handheld mode, it has the most superior screen, but they actually sell a console that is handheld only. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, it's such a weird thing. Like, why wouldn't you make, if you're going to make OLEDs like that, why not make bigger, better switch Dock switches? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why not double down on the OLED for the ones that are going to play handheld only and then sell it for um, in between price or something? I don't yeah. know. But, it's selling it's going people like i'm not we have a regular nintendo switch in this house i don't have a light and i because i we would play handheld but we're not going to play handheld only yeah and to me that just cripples a lot of the features a lot of games you can't play handheld only um so i i just it's not for me the switch light and the oled is just not enough there for me to say I have to go out and get this newer model just because it's it's about a half an inch bigger when an OLED screen, you know. Well, the the reason I wouldn't buy a light is the same reason that I wouldn't buy a uh, Xbox uh, Series S, because for that extra hundred or two hundred dollars, you get the superior product. If you're yes. in for a penny, yeah. you're in for a pound. You know what I mean? Like if you're yep. going to spend that chunk of change, get the best version possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like going going halfway. Unless you absolutely have to have it right now and you can't afford it, like why I don't know why anybody would stop at the halfway point and buy the technologically inferior product. Yes. No, and I inferior doesn't mean it's a it's a bad thing or whatever. It just means that it has less features, blah, 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 blah. But you're almost already all the way there. Just save your pennies and and go the whole distance. Yeah. Even I've seen like people similarly same, like I bought a PS5 discless version just because i because it was the one available but yeah. i would have got the disc version well yeah okay I mean, you're going to be spending you know even if you're just paying just retail if you're going to wait and buy the disc version like you're going to be paying like you know what twelve hundred dollars like MSRP. what what i'll what i'll say about the, that though is the disc version of the ps5 is the same power as the, the ps5 
not like yeah, the see, Xbox. Yeah, Same, Microsoft didn't do that. Microsoft did a smaller system, like with less capability, yeah. uh, less storage space. Like the the disk list for the PS5 is still one terabyte. Well, eight hundred and fifty six gigs because yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing changed besides the fact that they knocked a hundred dollars off the price because there's no disk reader. Yes. Yeah. See, so but with Microsoft and Nintendo, they both went that route where yeah. there are different specs, different different options available besides just the like Nintendo's ability to dock and Microsoft's ability to use discs. Yeah. yeah. Like there's more than just that. I, I will acknowledge that that the the S and the discless PS5 aren't one to one, but the point still remains. no ex- exactly why, why would you suddenly like oh because you're impatient and you can't find the current model yeah you'll yeah. not pay like fine i'll pay the hundred dollars less and buy the disc list version even though you wanted the version with the discs to still yeah yes get the thing you want man so get, now get your money's worth you know yeah exactly so later on you're gonna end up buying the other version with the disc and now you're like twelve hundred dollars in retail exactly you know so so, so my what what I don't want to happen in 2022, and this this goes back to what I had talked about with my prediction of God of War. I don't want God of War, and I don't want Horizon to suck. And you know, and 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 I don't think that they will. I don't but think they will. but everybody has this high hope. I'm gonna call it the cyberpunk syndrome. Like everybody, everyone's like all gung ho. Like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Like there's always, I there's, I'm, I'm like 90% confident that they're not going to be like bad, but I think everybody's got this high expectation because both of those games knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I growing up, I didn't find any allure to God of War. I just, I didn't enjoy the, like the older stuff. Um, and then I saw this one and I'm like, okay, great. He's, he's in, he's in uh, Norse times now and he's still going to be angry. And it was complete opposite. Like this was kind of an, almost an open world. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. And, and it's the same thing with horizon. Um, I, I wasn't sold on horizon at first. And then I started playing it and it was like, wow, this is really incredible. And I, I again, I, cyberpunk, everyone was amped for. And then it was delayed and then it was delayed. Now delays are sometimes a good thing. um, Because I think at one point there was a rumor that God of war was supposed to come out last year. Horizon was supposed to come out last year and they pushed it because there was a couple things they wanted to fix. And Mm -hmm. so, but again, whereas CDPR is still considered an indie studio. They're not uh, like they've made a couple triple a titles, but they're not a triple a studio yet. In my opinion, uh, whereas um, uh, Santa Monica Studios Santa Monica. and um, oh, what's the name for for Horizon? Who what, what is Gorilla? Gorilla. They're they're triple A studios. Yeah. Like they're they're gonna have the full backing of mm-hmm. Sony. Uh, if 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 Sony if they say hey look we we don't think that this is going to like some something just isn't working for this we need a little bit more time Sony's gonna say okay. Um, whereas like CDPR, they were, they're backed by investors who said, no, you've pushed it a year now. You've pushed it a, a 16 months. This has to come out. 
and mm-hmm. and then look what happens. So yeah, um, I, I again, I don't think that these games are aren't going to do well. I think they're going to do phenomenal, but I think that people's expectations of them are unrealistic. I think that in the case of God of War, and I'm going to tell you this as a God of War fan from the day that the first one came out, I loved God of War intensely. It it lived through the whole. Um, uh, historical biopic movie craze. It lived through uh, what was it, 300? You know, all of those type of of uh, ancient warrior clade type movies when they were big and popular in media. And I loved the original God of War games, all of them. I played them all to death. The only one that I really that wasn't super great was Betrayal. It was on BlackBerry. I bought a BlackBerry to play it. So that should tell you. Like how serious I am about God of War. Now, having said that, God of War 2018 is actually my least favorite God of War game. But we're talking about a matter of degrees here. I like the old violent Kratos, but I understand why Sony Santa Monica took him to the next level because they're beyond the WWE level uh, things that were happening to Kratos in his life where it was just this huge soap opera where he's like, you killed my brother. Um there was no whole lot of character development there. There was no like re- real redemptive arc for him. He just always stayed angry and he always got his way by being angry. So it was cool to see them move him, you know, to a, to a deeper, you know, make him a father, you know, dad of boy um, to make him a deeper character. Uh, but I feel like I liked I liked the original violence. I still am going to play Ragnarok when it comes out. Absolutely. I'm still absolutely going to love it. Like when I say that it's my least favorite, like I said, that's just, that's, that's my least favorite by degrees. It's the lowest on my list or the next, the second lowest on my list of God of War games, but it's still a fucking God of War game and it's still going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, So I am really looking forward to it too, actually. I have, I have, I, I guess I have complicated. I'm in a complicated relationship with God of War <laughs> at the moment. It's complicated. <laughs> so that's your Facebook setting with you and then. Yeah, uh, with me know. and God of War. Yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> I honestly, everything that they've shown from Horizon, I think this game is just, it's going to be on everybody's mouse in another month. I think everyone's mm. going to be talking about it. It looks fantastic. The graphics, everything they're doing here. Alloy is a likable character, uh, beautiful worlds, open worlds. Really, again, the only thing with uh, the first one, when it came out, the only thing that everybody talked about was that it was it was great. Everyone loved the installation. It just wasn't Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and traversal. It, yeah, that 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 comparison was there but again you were pairing a brand new ip with one that's been around for you know 30 years the 80s you know like it 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 was just it it is what it is but now that this one's going to be coming out it's looking fantastic we're getting more for more story building in that world i think it's going to be a knockout i think guaranteed Mm. i oh they're both going to sell like hotcakes for sure yeah i think this one has to come out with like unless it's like an absolute buggy disaster i think they like the studios know what they're doing they're usually delivering pretty strong stories here things like that so i think this one looks great the gameplay looks fantastic 
um, you know, the way she's moving about and she's firing arrows and sliding and ducking and everything. like, I think it looks great. Uh, same with God of War. Again, there's an IP now that's been going for years now, like probably close to 20 years and uh, 15 years maybe, but it's it's really been building for a while here. And mm-hmm. I think this next one here, this next installation is going to go well as, as well. Like they have to do something like shocking with the story or like upsetting or again, deliver some form of bugs. And I don't remember any of these installations coming out and being like, you can't even play this. Like, you know, he's, it's got his brutal tank controls. Like you, you can't move them. Like mm-hmm. they're usually pretty fluid. The fight systems were strong. So I think, I think God of War again, same thing. I have high expectations of it. And yeah, like I, like you said, Brad, like that's the problem when you're sitting at the top here is, yeah, you know, when we have breath of the wild two coming out, like if it doesn't take what breath of the wild did and make minor improvements, yeah, there'll be some people complaining, but people will still be happy to be going back to that lane. People are going to complain about any video game at any given time. That's yeah. Basically, all that game is going to have to do is make minor improvements and it will sell fucking incredibly. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, Brad, you didn't like uh, Breath of the Wild. I, I fucking loved it. Like, yeah. I spent so much time on that game. Like, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I loved going with the shrine stuff like that. I know people like I I'm not the type that will actually like lose sleep about I don't want to say cheating, but like I didn't have to like mine everything either. Like yeah, I have a whole flurry of amiibos. So I use those and I use them like stink. And I got tons of weapons, tons of armor, tons of pickups and foods and things like that. So I didn't have to spend all the additional hours going around and farming it if i had weapons that broke i had an inventory stock on me so i was never Mm -hmm. too worried about things like that um i loved scanning in the twilight amiibo and bringing the wolf with me to help me uh like go on missions and fight and stuff like that like yeah there was a lot of cool things they did with that and i'm looking forward to the next installation there um me too but like you said it is what you kind of made of it too like if you really wanted to just mosey around and enjoy the landscape you could but then once they start to allow fast travel through to the different stops, things like that, that was, that was a huge move too. So yeah. I, uh, I think this next one, like you said, it'll do well. Maybe, maybe they'll do some of the things, the, the breakable weapon seems to be the biggest complaint from fans. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they'll just add a little bit a, more durability, a little bit more durability would be nice. But yeah. like you said, I found like I was a shrine whore. So yeah. I, I just, that's what I made it my mission to do. I just went everywhere doing shrines. I had uh, like as much of the map uncovered at any given time as I possibly could. So I always had uh, ancient, ancient halberds and ancient swords and ancient this and ancient that. Right. Yeah. And then once, once you get the master sword, you're like, okay, well then now it's just got to cool down. It doesn't actually yeah. break. So you're good to go, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't that bad for me, but I, I love that game. Yeah. So I don't know. Who knows if we'll see anything with that this year? They've been pretty quiet about it. Um, you know, they they've hinted they're still going, but we didn't mm-hmm. really see. Was there anything at the Game Awards about it? I don't think so. I don't think so. They just didn't they just World show another like, yeah world premiere? Didn't yeah. they just show like a another like title card or something? That was it. Yeah, yeah. Just just there like, were two there between all the world premieres. I think a lot of stuff got lost because it was always make a joke world premiere. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's like you said. I think that was it. It was maybe just a title card. Like we're we're still working on it, guys. But I mean, like the, you know, I don't know how well it's sold, but like having the uh, the Breath of the Wild tie-in that prequel with the with the Hyrule Warriors there, like yeah. I, I think people enjoyed again playing in that realm. So now we'll have three titles in that same world for a Zelda mm-hmm. game. Like that's pretty nuts as far as Zelda games go. Like that's yeah that's something you know it took what 20 years for a uh, link between worlds to yeah be a direct sequel to a a, a zelda game yeah yeah like so. it's great well great. that was that was just like um i don't know if they were just following the the graphics but it all to me it almost seemed like wind waker uh the um yeah phantom Fan- hourglass phantom hourglass and they it seemed like they all followed each other yeah, yes. they did too, actually. Because because the the pirate well, it was spoiler alert, it was Zelda, but yeah. uh, like she was in all of them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I believe right. those were in the same world. Even yeah, though you're were, right. They were different consoles, but yeah, they were they were all in the same as well. I'm so. ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Perpetrating misinformation. <laughs> so we we should talk about at least one like industry wide trend in 2022 and this is the one that i was thinking of that i don't want to see in 2022 um nfts being forced into games yeah i knew this <laughs> i had a feeling this was coming up and oh like fuck you ubisoft get out of here knock it off sorry i don't like you know what i uh, what i will say is i don't have much to say because like for nfts for me is like parents for video games every single system was nintendo when i hear nft yeah. i think of bitcoin and I'm, I'm i'm out i'm like dragon's den and i'm for that reason i'm out yeah like yeah, you don't just, know you don't, don't know enough it. about it but that's the thing right and that is the exact thing right there nfts are not well known enough about the public who buys video game consoles public it's more specifically parents so kids are going to be jumping onto this nft train it's just loot boxes it's the next loot box craze parents are going to be racking up all these costs and these nft costs and kids are going to be just buying them up like hotcakes getting everything's all set up and they're basically just taking advantage of the general public's uh, lack of knowledge and ignorance on on an emergent form of currency yeah you know what i mean yeah, like you said, if anybody hears, oh, NFTs, aren't those supposed to be those things that are going to be worth a lot of money? Oh, well, if, if yeah. we can get some in the game, why don't we do it? Yeah, like you said, it could be disastrous in that front. And like you said, if it's going to end up being like this sort of a loot box thing where it's it just, again, you're just making digital purchases, but if you don't actually retain anything out of it, then what's yeah. the point? Like, exactly. And to and sell it nothing- under the- Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say to sell it under the guise of a of an NFT versus just like here's DLC. Do you want it or not? Like, yeah. Oh, it's an NFT, so it might be actually worth something if you get this particular one. Like, that's yeah, that's a bogus thing, you know. Exactly, it's a loot box. Yes. Yeah. I, but you know what's more discouraging is the fact that people are like people who are in the know are like, hey, we can see that you're trying to pull some shady shit here, so. Yeah. Why don't you guys just knock it off? And then Ubisoft's like, yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. They are here. We're doing it. Get used to it. We don't care if you want it or not. Now buy our shit. 
You know what I mean? They're forcing stuff in. I guess there have been, there's been a couple of stories where people have like the backlash on it has been so huge that certain devs have said, okay, well, no, we'll just pull it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Stalker 2, actually, the devs for Stalker 2, I can't remember who they are. Um, there was, a, I was watching a, a channel the other day and they were talking about it. And I'm pretty sure that they pulled back on the their original proposed roadmap for NFTs involved in the game. And uh, I, I'm do your own research. <laughs> Go look. Yeah, that's that's. I can just point you in that direction. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a real problem that's on the horizon, and there's a lot of uh, people who are like sounding the alarm bells because we just got through the whole loot box fiasco. Yeah. Before that, before that, it was horse armor. Yeah. We yeah. don't want horse armor again. <laughs> Nobody wants horse armor. Take your fucking horse armor. So, <laughs> so with this though, like, is is there going to be some form of a an online trading store or something? Like, let's say if I they don't know. trade it into a game and you get a unique item that you can't get elsewhere because it's an NFT. Can you actually then sell it within game to other people? I honestly don't know. Like, I don't then, know. I don't know if you can take it. I'm sure you must. If it's an NFT, you must be able to take it out of the game. But like I said, even I'm, I hear a lot about this from our kids and I haven't actually looked into the whole thing myself. I've had some people tell me I should get into it and this and that, but I haven't had a chance to really look into it, but I can see that it's, it's a, it's a for money. Uh, it's a for money service that yeah. is essentially, I, I'm, I'm curious about what backs it. Like they tell you that it's worth the only thing that you have to go on to tell you that it's worth something is, is Yubi is the developer is whoever yeah. is installing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do we, and even there, every answer I can't give you right now is an example of your typical person, my age. What is an NFT? I don't know. I have the money to spend on it, but I don't have the knowledge about it. And that ignorance is what is going to drive is what's going to allow Ubisoft to drive that into games going into 2022. Like, I don't, I don't want them in there. Yeah. Like, no, unless, unless, unless they can be explained in a way that, you know, I'm not going to feel ripped off. Yeah, I like I I could imagine if you were buying a skin, but it was unique. It was tagged like that's whatever they call a non-fungible token, but non-fungible like tokens. Yeah. So if it's like specific to that one character skin or something, and then you can sell that one skin, knowing no one else in the world has it because yours is the NFT, yours is the original, yours is the thing. Then yeah, they have to would create some form of a marketplace so you could trade skins around, but then. Again, like you said, the value remains there so long as somebody actually cares to buy it off of you. You know, like, and if it's in a game that's popular enough, that's going to allow you to do it. I don't know. So, I, so for, sorry, for here, for everybody who is watching this, for the dozens of you at home, <laughs> the actual definition of an NFT is a non-fungible token. It is a non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain, a form of a digital ledger. NFTs can also be associated with reproducible digital files, such as photos, videos, and audio. NFTs have seen some use as speculative security and as a means of money laundering. It sounds to me like, like maybe no bueno. 
<laughs> yeah, like I, that's what I mean. I, I have the general idea that an NFT is basically like the, or the original file and it, mm-hmm. there are, there's yeah. a way to code it. So it's the original file, but that's what I mean. I don't know how they're going to use it in games, except for if they start to say like, this is a skin that no one else can get and you are the only one to get it. And if you want to now keep it, it's yours. And if you want to sell it, we've, we've marked it so that you can, but like, I don't know. They'd, or they'd that they're, a, they'd have to make a, a marketplace for you to actually be able to sell it to someone else. Otherwise who cares? Like, what are you going to yeah. do? Like just keep making social media posts. Like I got this and no one else has this. The guy has the black blazer instead of the brown one. Everyone else has like, yeah. I, like, what's the point? I don't know. I know. I'm not a skins guy either. So uh, like NFTs, like I'm, I'm, it's kind of just starting to look into them now, but it seems to me like this is almost um, a predatory. This is almost a predatory move. Yeah. Um, They're looking to take advantage. And that, and that bothers me. Cause like, like I said, we just got over the whole, um, we just got over the whole loot box thing. Right. Yeah. They're going to have to do whatever they can to kind of uh, legislate this or figure out a way to, um, figure out a way to, to try and control it, which they haven't been able to do with uh, other things like uh, Bitcoin and whatnot. Like legislation on them is is hairy yeah. to say the least because it's so recent. Yeah. So this that that for me industry wide is the single most troubling um, is the single most troubling thing coming down the pipe until we know more as a as a culture about it. Because the people who are in the know, like the people who know, know. They're the ones who are going to push the devs to say, yeah, get them in there because these things are the future. But the only thing that we have to go on is the fact that they're saying, yeah, these things are the future. Yeah. And they want our money to do it. So Exactly. Because the money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's definitely something we should put a pin in and keep uh, keep tabs on and see mm-hmm. where it comes in a couple, in six months from now. And mm-hmm. What we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Anything you hope for that or hope doesn't happen, Adam? Uh, I, you know, like you said, I hope that, uh, this remains a, a good year for all parties. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, so we, we do have our mains and we do have our, you know, our generalized favorites, but like, mm-hmm. really like we, as long as there's competition amongst the, the big three here, it's, it's yeah. best for everybody. So, uh, Xbox, keep doing what you're doing. Keep the game pass going. We want to see some more exclusives, Sony, mm-hmm. You know, you've got a couple big titles coming. You've got the new hardware coming with the with the VR. So more on all of those fronts. And Nintendo, uh, you know, like the Switch is still selling well. It still remains up there. The OLED model's good. I'd be curious to see. I'm still banking on like what Clayton said, that there is going to be a, a Switch 2.0 coming. I don't think there... I think this version, since it's touching both handheld and home, so well i don't think we're going to get another handheld to come out and compete we're done we're past the 3ds they're all ceasing production things like mm-hmm. that so i could see that this remains i could just see them updating the spec and if they do uh you don't you that's where you'd get into like the hopefully you know everybody's had poor naming conventions at one time or another so hopefully that this doesn't just become like new Nintendo Switch and yeah. Yeah. start to confuse the market. But, a little, just a little joystick button on the bottom of the controller. Yeah, yeah. But even but even when it does, like the 
there were some like uh you know i was showcasing uh minecraft and and some other titles uh xenoblade chronicles there were some titles that were new 3ds specific would not run on original 3ds yeah even uh, though the cartridges yeah. were all there things like that so Zena i could Saga, see yeah. i could see uh i could see uh did i say xenoblade i meant xenosaga yeah xenosaga uh, yeah 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 yeah. No, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So anyways, the, uh, so I could see a Switch 2.0 coming eventually. I don't know that we'll hear anything about it in 2022. Or if we do, it'll just be like, keep your eyes peeled for the future when chips are coming, etc. But it'll still support all Nintendo Switch cartridges and just allow for updates. So Awesome. That'd be nice. What do you think, Brad? Um, I mean, we've all hit everything point-wise. Um, I, I don't know. I, I agree. I think uh, it's with, with with the Switch 2.0, like, I mean, less is more sometimes. So it's just a matter of, like, uh, I, I, would, I would really like to see Nintendo crank out some, like, not, not even new IPs. But like like you had said before, new new games from like Mario or whatever. Like, I I love the Switch right now because they're porting over a lot of a lot of role playing games, and I I like I can take my I mean I could take my PS five to the to the camp, but like why I I mean I can take my handheld, I can put it off to the side. Like, um, it was actually just recently announced um, that persona 4 is coming to the switch and and like i i have it on the vita but it's again physical collector i gotta have i gotta have yeah. the switch version i'm like clayton yeah. buying near replicant for a full price i'll take full price for for persona 4 but um like i don't regret that purchase <laughs> not yeah, even I know. a little bit but i i would i would love to see nintendo crank out some more uh like not even necessarily heavy hit titles but just more consistency, like don't get away from the porting because like they're they're taking all of like from like their own versions of the Vita stuff, persona, mm -hmm. like East or you if you call it wise, I call Book it East. East. Yeah. Uh like all that stuff is making its way to the switch because Sony gave up on their product. Um but yeah, for 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 Nintendo, I would love to see more um uh, original stuff yeah and i think the thing is eventually if you don't update your hardware and everyone's already moved from 1080 to 4k basically so you will run into the wii u problem where mm -hmm. you're left behind and mm -hmm. the xbox one and the ps4 nobody wanted to port their games to the wii u no one wanted to incorporate the tablet no one wanted to do that stuff so the nintendo switch i think we're still a couple years off from that so long as basically the xbox still has to support the one and the ps5 still has to support the ps4 i think the switch will remain relevant but one day it could come where people aren't porting like right now we're getting even like you said like a lot of old ports being brought over fresh to the switch but mm -hmm. that will get old eventually like you said if there aren't new titles but this year like we said we're there's rumors of a, a new Mario Kart coming. We just got Metroid Dread. There's a new Pokemon coming, open world. There's a new Kirby. Exactly. Yeah, like exactly. They, they do have some stuff in the pipe. So 
and we do you know there's talk of the breath of the wild stuff like that so at least they're supporting it strong on the first party means which is you know what they always do that isn't but if you want to maintain to see that from third parties eventually they're probably going to have to look to upgrade the hardware i think we'll get through 2022 just fine Nintendo yeah wise. yeah absolutely does anybody have anything else to add? Because I have supper waiting for me shortly. So. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say uh, here in in uh, in Ontario, we're looking at uh, kids returning to school and stuff. Yeah, so everybody's yeah. Fine. We got kids uh, going back tomorrow. Everybody's uh, getting. You know ready. what I will say? This is this is like completely off topic, but I am shocked that the government didn't do some emergency press conference BS over the weekend. Yeah. So many people I've were been expecting waiting for it. it. So I many people were expecting it. Now it it sounds like Southern Ontario might even have a snow day tomorrow because there's something ah. about 30, 30 inches of snow or something coming. Yeah. <laughs> it could be one inch of snow and they would still there, call it. There a could snow be day. a centimeter of snow and yeah. now last minute would call in the army. Yeah, a yeah. couple of weeks oh, wait, ago, that it, already a, couple happened. Of, a couple of weeks ago, no shit. Up here it rained and they had a snow day. It oh, fucking gosh. rained. Because they were probably expecting it to freeze. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of clouds outside. It's going to rain today. <laughs> no. But. Kids can stay home. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up with uh, kids going back to school. <laughs> Sucks to be you, but get a good education because that's very important. Or listen um, to the podcast during class. Or, or yeah. yeah, you could do that too. And and you could you could listen to all the F bombs and, and all that stuff. And then when your teacher when your teacher starts talking about NFTs, you can revert back to Clayton doing this from Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, as always, drop your socials. I don't even know. Oh, I, I, iron underscore hobo underscore at underscore. Hobo underscore. I don't even know. Isn't it? Is it, it isn't it the <laughs> underscore iron there you underscore go. hobo? Yeah, yeah. Lots of fresh art on there on my Instagram all the time. And and maybe uh, maybe a YouTube channel come uh called yeah. Clay, Clay and Jack or something. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be more fun. Like, cause there's gonna be I I I film my failures. <laughs> hey, we're still waiting on briefcase guy. Ah, it's it. Part of it's done. Part of it. I done. got well. I got the whole figure and everything done. <laughs> I just got to figure out a good background for it. I got. I got a couple of. Uh, well, he works at Home Hardware. If that helps. Yeah. Well, I had the Caru <laughs> I, I originally had the Caruso Club background, but I wasn't really feeling it, and uh, it's been just been over Christmas and stuff. I haven't had a chance to get uh, through it. Just, but just raining money behind him, I think is. Yeah. Or or just or just do a GameStop kind of thing because he's there every Saturday like clockwork. <laughs> <laughs> Like I think they have his I think they have his entrance down to the second. They're like, oh, it's 1036 a.m. Glenn will be here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Glenn. We yeah. love you, Glenn. Adam. Uh you can find me, Svenny McGee, across uh Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and especially on YouTube, where I am so close, so <laughs> close to narrowing in on the 1,000 subscribers over there. So, and guys, I, he can make some money if you, if 35 of you, please go over to that channel and just even, even if you don't like the material, just help this man get some freaking right. money. Nobody <laughs> likes <laughs> 965 people don't like Sweaty McGee, but they subscribe and you can too. <laughs> For one sub a day, you can feed a starving YouTube host. <laughs> For less than the cup of a coffee a day. 
I'll still uh, I'll still spend it on a sports game. Don't kid yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Madden '94. Here's my dollar. Yeah, that's man. that's right. That's right. Near replicant. Here's hundred and five dollars. You're fucking right. That's right. Classic. Can't put a price on classic. Well, actually, what, what one thing that can. I will say, I was actually really surprised to see Bioshock, uh, not Bioshock, Biomutant on clearance. It's not a, actually, it's not a bad. It's game. not a bad game. Yeah. It's not great, but like. THQ Nordic has actually done some pretty decent titles, but that'll yeah. be for another podcast. Glenn actually told me that I should do a full, like a full video on my game room because it's not big, but like a lot of the stuff they have, there is some history behind it. So I'm yeah. thinking about how I could do that because like, I thought a 59 second video was enough. I had originally shot three minutes, but I had to cut a lot of it out to make that video and I can't even get it as a damn short. So, <laughs> but we will wrap up there and I'll have whatever I need to do for editing. I usually don't edit much, just keep it unfiltered, but uh, we will see you next time. I'm actually waiting to hear back. Um, I messaged our season two premiere guest, uh, Mark, Mark Mir, who's coming. It's just a matter of when everything can line up. Um, he asked me to send him a reminder today and he's going to get me a, a picture of unless Rob's already done uh, a shepherd, but he wants, he wants shepherd zombie. So um, he's going to send me what he can, what he can come across and we'll take it from there. But uh, if, uh, if we don't have him on shortly, then I'm obviously we'll be doing something else. I know Clayton has probably a six hours to talk about Dune. So <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll end there. And uh, again, thanks for everybody watching. Take care.